Chrissy. And how many of you are having fun already? Okay, let me ask, let me ask a good question. How many of you have been to the snack shack yet? I gotta hear you. All right, next question. I hear there's this really cool game out there. It's called um, Goo Goo Bowl, um, La La Ball. What, what is it? Is it fun? Are you scared? Can you get over the little gate fence very good? Yeah. I don't know. I just want you to know a couple of years ago I was here and I was trying to be cool and uh, tried to do that. And you better be careful because sometimes there's little nails in the fence. Ah, you got one? Yeah, so did my britches. And it tore like under my bobo, like from here to here. And it was during youth camp. So I was having to kind of do this all the way back and look cool at the same time. It wasn't easy. So whenever you go over that fence, like spring that leg right over because it'll get you and bite you. It's not fun. So now, I hear that you guys, um, there was this guy named Pastor Chris that talked to you guys last night. Was he very good? Oh man, that's what I heard. And I heard he talked to you guys about something with the redo, respell, re... Restart, that's what it was. Restart. And to restart means to start a again, right? And I even hear some of you guys, you got to restart last night. That you even gave your heart to Jesus and everything and got to restart. Is that right? Oh, I'm so excited. Now, talking about restarting, that kind of reminds me of video games. Does anybody in here even like video games? Yeah, that seemed like about half of you. So about half of you like video games? Like, how many really like video games in here? Yeah, that's what I kind of thought. Now, I'm going to quiz you guys, so get ready. We don't even have to raise our hands. You're going to use it with the biggest scream in the world. Are you ready? Now, you have to wait for this. Because I'm going to ask a question on, what do you play those video games on? Now, you've got to wait till I call the one. There's going to be, I think we're going to pull up a list here of those video games. So wait, 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 don't do it yet. When I point to the crowd, if you play most of your video games using the Nintendo Switch, I want you to scream as loud as you can. Are you ready? And... Oh, wow. I don't think anybody else plays on any other device now. All right, let's see. Okay, let's see if yours comes up. Now remember, wait till I point to you. If you play most of your video games on the PlayStation, let me hear you. Wow, I think some of my hair moved on that one. All right, I don't know. That, I think we've really tapped it out. I don't think anybody plays on anything else. I don't think there's anybody left to play on Xbox. There is? All right, let me see, ready? Whoa, wow. 
All right, I really, I really think we've capped out now. But just in case that you're one of those people that like to play it on the computer, because I know as a teacher, I have to keep my people using, um, like off Minecraft and some of the things like that sometimes, or some of the other things, all the time I have to watch their Chromebooks. So if you play your video games on the computer, let me hear you scream. Wow. All right. This is the last and the final choice. If you play your video games using a tablet or a cell phone, let me hear you scream. Wow. I am impressed. Well, let me tell you what Miss Chrissy used. I used back in the day, yes, and, and, oh, I cannot believe you're laughing. This, in fact, Atari was even better because we first started out with Pong. Yes, and we were so excited about that little paddle that could do this, and the things just went, and it, but it got faster. The little ball that was springing off everything got faster. And so then when Atari came along, oh, this was like new futuristic stuff because we had Space Invaders. And yes, oh, adults, if you played Space Invaders, let me hear you scream. Yeah. Because there's nothing like trying to kill the little things. But guys, it got dangerous because the closer they came down, it was crazy, the intensity. So I just want you to know, you may think your games are intense now. We started intense with our video games. So yes, but we won't talk about how old Miss Chrissy is that um, she was using Atari. All right, so let's go on to thinking about our video games. We have this thing, okay, I want you to, um, I want you to pretend a little bit that you're, you've started a new game. Brand new game. Well, first, you kind of got to go through the tutorials, right? You kind of got to figure out how this game is even played. I mean, how are we moving around? Which buttons are working? How am I going to jump? What's going to happen? Stuff like that. Then we start the missions. So you start the missions, and we're doing pretty good, and we're starting to, you know, complete things, kill bad things, jump over and get things, do those kind of things. And we get to level up. Look to your neighbor and say, level up. Oh, yeah, we like to level up, baby, because when you level up, you get to go to new worlds. You get to open up new gear. You get extra things like power and fast things that you can eat, and then it takes you off like a shot. You can get away from the zombies and everything, and it's so great. But you level up to get those. But as we level up, we can also up. Look at your neighbor again and say, upgrade. upgrade. Now the upgrade, I really love the upgrade. Because the upgrade part means it's gear that we get. So you can get new shoes. And then you can run faster. Like, shoom, you can't even see me. Or sometimes when you can upgrade, like 
um, my son used to play things and he would know where things were at. He like knew. It was crazy. It was like in a corner of an upstairs over by this one stairway doing whatever and he could get more ammunition. And I'm like, did you accidentally go there? Because I wouldn't even know where to even start on that one. I mean, maybe Mario Brothers kind of helps you on you have to learn when to spring up and hit some of those clouds, don't you? Yeah, for some extra points and some extra power-ups and everything. So what if you got to upgrade to like wings and then you could fly and zap things from the sky? Zoom, 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 zoom. Did I make y'all nervous right there? Not even a little? Oh, thank you for the people that said yes. That made me feel better. So upgrading is really good. Now, as Christians, this is the coolest thing too. God has given us an upgrade. I know, I know this is really cool because usually we just think Christianity is all these rules and stuff like that, but not. He gave us an upgrade because guys, he gave us armor. Like look at your neighbor and be like, armor. Like cool, like armor. Yeah, and we're not talking sissy armor, people. We're talking the good kind of armor. In fact, let's even look at what it says about the armor of God up here. It's, it's in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. So it's the long one. Do we have a long one? Or I'm gonna be, do you want me just to start reading this one? And keep going? All right, let's do that. Be strong in the Lord and in his great power. Where the, just the top? The full armor of God. Wear God's armor so you can fight against the devil's evil tricks. Our fight is not against people on earth. We are fighting against the rulers and the authorities and the powers and the powers of the world's darkness. We are fighting against the spiritual powers of evil in the heavenly world. That is why you need to get God's full, good job. Then, oh, this is the good part. Well, it's not the good part, but it's like, boom, 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 boom. Then on the day of evil, you will be able to stand strong. Very good. And when you have finished the whole fight, you will still be standing. So stand strong with the, oh, this is our armor. You ready, guys? With the belt of truth tied around your waist and your chest, you'll wear protection of right living. And on your feet, wear the good news of peace to help you stand strong. And also use the shield of faith with, with um, I'm sorry, with that you can stop all the burning arrows from the evil one. And you can accept God's salvation to be your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit. You have to do that when you have a sword, right? You just can't be like, fring, sword. That just doesn't sound as vicious. So the sword of the Spirit. Um, and that sword is the teaching of God. To do this, you must always be ready and never give up. So always pray for all God's people. Tell me again, where's that at? Evisions, good. 
and some more. But yes. So why do we even need armor? To protect us, don't we? Would it be good for a soldier to go out there with any, without any armor? No, it wouldn't. So I've got a little object lesson here right here. We're going to pretend that this water right here, in fact, I'm going to look at you guys right here. We're going to open this up, and I want you to use your imagination. And I know it's just water, but we're actually going to pretend that it's life. Everybody say life. Good, you even kind of said it like that. So this is life. So there's like temptations to lie, temptations to steal, temptations to do what you want to do, temptations not even to go to church, especially not camp, all these kind of temptations. And then also there's just bad things going on. I mean, there's some good because life is also good. There's some parties in there and there's everything in there. Um, Good times, presents, holidays. And then there's also some struggles like when a friend doesn't want to play or doesn't even like you anymore for some reason or when someone says a lie about you or is just really mean or just those days that you just feel like blah. All right? So here's our jar of what? Life. Well, I have two oranges here, but we're going to pretend they're not oranges. This is going to be Billy, and this is Sam. I know, you've got to use your imagination just a little bit, but can you see what's the difference? They're both oranges. One is peeled or naked, isn't it? Yes. And the other one has its peel or its armor. So poor Billy. Everybody say poor Billy. Poor Billy, he's naked. Because you know what? He's never asked Jesus into his heart. So he doesn't even know about the armor of God. So he doesn't have the helmet of salvation. He doesn't have the sandals of peace. He doesn't have a chest plate at all. Oh, goodness, we know he doesn't have a shield of faith. So those arrows are hitting him left and right and everything. So he has nothing to protect him. I mean, you can even kind of squish him. He's a little tender. I could, I could little, even take little pieces off. It's not good for him. It's really sad. So... We're going to put him in the jar of life. Are you ready? Do you think he's going to sink or swim? Oh, I hope you're wrong, though. I hope he swims because, oh, no, what if he, oh, no. Everybody say, oh, no. Don't even look. Did he fall back up? He's not breathing, is he? He's down at the bottom. Oh, no. So is he handling life very good? Oh, he's sunk. He's down at the bottom. He's not handling it at all. But, oh, we have Sam. Now, Sam isn't perfect. He's just a normal kid, but guess what? He came to camp one time, just like some of you guys. He asked Jesus into his heart, and so, hmm, he got his helmet of salvation, didn't he? Then he's reading his Bible. He's learning more about God and Jesus and everything. Well, he got all of it. Let me start off with, he got his whole armor of God whenever he asked Jesus into his heart. But he kept upgrading and getting even stronger armor, better armor as he was going. But even at the beginning, he has armor, doesn't he? So does that mean he doesn't have any problems? No. Does he still go through things? He's getting ready to go through life, isn't he? Does that mean he's still going to have bad days sometimes? Does that mean that all the friends are always going to be nice to him? No. Does that mean all his teachers are going to be nice to him? 
His parents are never going to gripe at him? No, No, it's going to happen. You know it's going to happen, isn't it? And is he going to have temptation sometimes? Yes. Who do you think he's going to float or sink? Think float? Jesus help him. I hope so. I can't take two going down. All right, here we go. Whoa! Oh, my goodness. So he's floating. So he's up at the top. He's still breathing air. But, oh, no, guess what he just found out yesterday? His parents are getting divorced. Say, oh, no. It's not good. So guess what? It tries to pop. He popped right back up. Then his best friend is moving. He's so mad and angry. It's just horrible at first. But you know what? He's praying about it. And he's dealing with it. But it still hurts a little bit, doesn't it? Oh, popped right back up. So, is Sam doing better? Yes, he is. Because he has on the what? The full armor of God. So, guys, this is really, really important. I'm going to leave it right there so you can keep looking at it even just to make sure. But let's talk about, first of all, let's, let's say, let me just explain. Oh, Miss <laughs> Grissy needs her glasses. There we go. Um, also, let me explain that the armor of God is not something that is just magical, that just, boom, it appears. It is a spiritual armor that we have. And it's not a physical one. You don't necessarily strap on a, a chest plate, which we're getting ready to talk about, or sandals. You don't have to wear it to recess. You don't have to wear it to school as a physical thing. Okay, do we all get that? Give me a thumbs up if you got that. I don't want you thinking tomorrow when you wake up, there's going to be a chest plate and a sword and sandals, really cool sandals, but sandals on your bed necessarily, okay? But these are all things that God has given us. Now, you can't buy them and you cannot earn them just by doing good things, okay? Those things don't happen. God has given them to us. And then let's talk about... Well, first, let's read the verse again about our fight. Is it up there? Yes. Our fight is not against the people on earth. So do we get to be mean to people? No, even when they're kind of mean and hateful. So we, our fight is not against people, is it? Let's see who it is. We are fighting against the rulers and the authorities and the power of this world's darkness. We're fighting against the spiritual powers of evil. Who's the evil one that we're fighting? I can't hear you. Yes, the devil is who we're fighting. The devil is the one that's our enemy. So always, always, always remember that, okay? The devil is the one that we're protecting, God is protecting us from, and that we're fighting. So let's talk about, okay, Let's talk about this. Are you ready? We're going to start with the belt of truth. So let's look at, what does he say about the belt of truth? So stand strong with the belt of truth tied around your waist. Why do we even need a belt? To keep your pants on? Is that even important? So it would be okay... If all of a sudden your character on your video game lost his belt and his britches fell down and then he's still running as fast as he can, do you think it'll work? 
No, it may not work if he needs that belt. Or what happens, what happens though if tomorrow, let's say even tonight, you have dressed up, you are ready for service. You're wearing some pants or maybe just some shorts, but they need a belt. But you forgot your belt in your dorm. Oh no, but you're running because you're trying to get to service. I mean, you got to get there first. You want on the front row. So you're running as fast as you can. You're coming from your dorms across the deal. And all of a sudden, your pants fall down to your knees. Whoom! Ah! You're in your underwear. Everybody has seen your underwear. Oh my goodness. And you're trying to get it up, but you're still trying to go. And then all of a sudden, you trip and fall. Boom. Everybody say splat. Now you've fallen down. Your high knees in the air, which is your underwear, and your pants are around your ankles. Is that going to be good? Nope, it is not. So the belt of truth is very, very important for you to have. Now, I think the cool part is the belt of truth is our first thing that God even talks about. To me, at first, I was like, really, that's where we're starting? I'd probably kind of put that in the middle somewhere. But you know why? Because when you put a belt around and you cinch it up where it needs to go, it's tight around your body. So you need to keep God's truth tight around your body. You want to know why? Because it's going to help you because we all get tempted to lie, don't we? Mm-hmm. Because you know when mom and dad aren't happy with you and you're trying to get out of trouble? Because we've all been there. It's really easy to try to lie and pin it on sister or brother too, isn't it? Or kind of do the, uh, to do the, uh, you know, to also just get through with, I mean, listen to me as I'm talking here. So yes, so we don't need to lie, do we? So that belt of truth helps us. Or when other people lie about us. Is that good? No. So that belt of truth helps us so that we can keep from even believing that. Because if anybody tells you that you're not enough or that you're not cool, or that your hair's weird, it's too red, it's too brown, it's too blonde. You know what? If you have that truth all wrapped around you, you don't believe it because you know why? God said that you're more than enough. So let's talk about the chest plate of um, righteousness, all right? Where's that gonna go? On your chest, let's look at the scripture. Where the protection of right living. Ah, so this one is right here. What is it high, What is it covering and protecting? Your heart, isn't it? Which is really important because if your heart isn't right with God, is it easy to live to do what he wants? No. And if something pierces your heart, are you alive? No. And tell me, in video games, what does the heart stand for? You're alive. And if all your hearts are gone, what happens? Game over, right? But let's look real quick at what Jesus even says about our heart. In Proverbs 4.23, he says, guard your what? Heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Very good. So our chest plate of righteousness, everybody say righteousness. It's a big word, but it's kind of fun to say. It's very important because it guards us right here. And it guards our what? Our heart. Now, 
Let me talk about the last thing. Now, I was really excited when I was reading this because I was like, oh, yes, we get sandals. Because I was kind of hoping that I would get white sandals with maybe some butterflies on them. And then when I walked, they would poof out glitter. You think that'd be really cool? I did. I thought it'd be really cool. But then I got to reading and they don't mean that. Because are my glitter, are my glitter sandals going to be able to handle the sand very good? No. Um, would a soldier necessarily have butterfly sandals that poof out glitter? Nah, they wouldn't. So I want you to think about really quick, while I'm talking about the sandals, you boys will like these sandals. Girls, we do too, because you know, we can be pretty awesome too. But these sandals, oh yeah. First of all, they're protecting the feet, because sandals protect us, right, from stickers, hot sand, any of that, right? Rocks, stuff like that. Snakes, yes. But guess what? These sandals, these sandals were like the Roman soldier sandals, all right? They had teeth on the bottom of them. Not like your teeth in your mouth, but the teeth on the bottoms, like cleats. So they would, I know, excuse, it is crazy. Sandals with cleats, that's what they had. So then if the sand was sifting and shifting and everything else like that, they could still stand strong, couldn't they? They could also run fast because it would grip the ground and it would still keep going. So the cleats were good, but oh boys, listen to this part. On the very top, not like mine, because you can see my toes, it had a little part right here and it had a blade that would stick straight up. Boing! So if the enemy got very close, they could like go karate chopping on it. Wah, 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 wah. And then they would hurt the enemy. Is that pretty cool? I kind of like that if I'm gonna be fighting my enemy better than my glitter that's shooting out the back. So yes, it's very important. So when we get cleats, I mean cleats, listen to me. When we get sandals, it is very, very cool sandals that are ready for the battle. So let's recap real quick on this. Um, the first thing that we got was the belt of truth. And remember, we got to hold it really tight around us. So we've got God's truth around us. The next one was the breastplate of righteousness. righteousness. And that helps us with right living. Then we had the sandals of peace. Very good. And those were some fierce sandals, weren't they? And they help us stand strong. Well, now that we're talking about standing strong, did you know that reminds me of our bottom line? Can I have my bottom line? Yes. I can use what God has given me to stand strong. So we're gonna end this. I'm wrapping this part up. So I want everybody sitting up straight for me. I want you to really focus at what you're thinking about because this is a really important part. Through all of this, I want you to remember, if you are ever tempted, and when you will, I mean, you will be, but when you get tempted to lie or to even listen to someone that's lying about you, I want you to use that belt because you can use what God has given you, and that's determination because you're gonna be brave and you're gonna use everything that God has given you to stand strong, okay? Then, whenever you are tempted to do your own thing and not do what God wants you to do, I want you to remember you've got that breastplate of righteousness to help you. 
So you need to talk to God before you decide to do things, all right? And he listens to kids. In fact, he tells the grown-ups to come to him as kids because of what you bring to the table on your beliefs and asking for things, and you, have, you just believe him. And sometimes the grown-ups, it's hard for us to do that. And then the last part, but oh, so important, is our sandals. I want you to remember when you're getting ready to start school, and sometimes that makes our tummy really yucky because we get really nervous. What if we're going to a new school? Mmm, that also makes us nervous. What if our parents have been arguing a lot and we're afraid they're getting a divorce? What if we're having to move? Those are all scary things, aren't they? Yes, but you know what? You guys have the sandal of peace that helps with those cleats. It helps you stand strong on that sand whenever it's moving, okay? And all that armor of God, remember, it helps you float in all that water of life. So let's bow our head and close our eyes. Lord, I just thank you for today and I thank you for all the fun that, the, that they're going to have today as they play their games and have lunch and then, oh, their service tonight with Pastor Chris and whatever he has in store for us, that they will just be able to put it in their hearts and that they will remember about the three armors that we talked about today, God, that you will just keep that in their minds whenever things get tough and things get hard. And then tomorrow when we learn about the other three. But I just ask that you stay with each boy and girl as they go through their day, but even as they go back home, that you just stay very close to them and they just feel your presence. And in Jesus' name, everybody said? Amen. Yes. Now, the, the best thing ever is learning something through song, right? Right? There you go. So I believe our dance team is going to teach you a new song. See you tomorrow, guys.